Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you for joining us for another special edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. Um, shout out to my brother, he's off now, he's about to go do his thing. Shout out to everybody that listened, my boy Sean, um, I ain't sending it to TJ, I gotta send it to him, um, who else I want to thank real quick, real quick, uh, Kyrie, shout out to him, shout out to Lil Duke, shout out to my wife, my brother for being on everybody. Hey y'all, this one we got a special one, man. Uh they've been requesting him. Big Left Hook is joining us all the way from San Quentin. He wanna tell us his story. He ain't got much time, but he wanted to bless us with a little bit of something to just let us know about, you know, his life, where he came from, and what he like to see going forward. So without further ado, Big Left Hook, live on the phone from San Quentin. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, hey. Y'all already know what it is, Big Left Hook. If you don't know now, you know. Hey, Tyson ain't got shit on me. I'm the original, you dig? I was born after, but I'm still the original. But, hey, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Reds, for having me on the podcast. I know you since you was a little ugly, nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with you, though. But, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you for having me on the podcast. So, uh, what y'all trying to get into? What's up? Oh, yeah, I was just saying, uh, I know you ain't got that much time, but just, you know, quickly, um, you know, Tell us a little about your story. You know, I met you in Lancaster, California, and, you know, you was always cool with me because I was funny, and I, I was never an ugly nigga. That was always you. But, uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about, you know, you and where you come from, how you grew up, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you was always an ugly nigga, but, yeah, um, about me, you know, regular bullshit, everything regular with me, you know what I'm saying, normal bullshit. I was born in motherfucking, like, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, right by Inglewood, you know, a lot of blood and shit like that, uh, I ain't never really banged, family been in that shit, but I was always into getting money, but, you know, regular bullshit, everybody go through the same old bullshit, you know what I'm saying, like, it's like, you know, dad was never there, you know, mom's just fending for herself and shit, she's working her little jobs or whatever, and doing our thing, so, like, you know, I'm known to be in the streets, and the streets was kind of raised me, you know what I'm saying, but, like, you know, we was fucking up, nigga moved out to Lancaster, like, in the dirt, shit was boring as fuck, but it was like, I gotta make do here, so, you know, I got into hustling, I got into doing what I gotta do, because I ain't never wanna ask mom for shit, she ain't really had much, and fuck a dad, nigga, I don't know who that nigga, that nigga was a nut, like, I'm a nut, nigga, that's probably why I'm crazy as fuck, that's probably why I'm here, it was some real shit, but like, I was just a nut, my nigga, and you know, like, I got into shit like any other regular hood nigga, all these niggas that rap about, but they ain't living it like Big Left Hook. They ain't locked behind these motherfucking bars like Left Hook, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got to sit next to a nigga, or, you know what I'm saying, white shit, you know, get the courtesy flush and all that. Like Left Hook, but, you know, all them niggas claim that shit, but I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but, like, you know, we could do whatever, whatever. I got nothing but time, nigga, you know, I'm here. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I understand that. So I'm just like, um, you say your dad wasn't there. You know, you was a regular, typical story like everybody else. Tell us a little bit how that affect you growing up. Well, shit, nigga, you know, it was like, you know, I ain't never knew the nigga, so it was like, fuck him. But, 
you know, I see my homies, some of them, you know, they had their dad around, they playing ball and shit, you know, they growing up, and they teaching them different things, but, like, I had to teach myself, like, I got a little brother and a little sister, but, nigga, I had to fence for my motherfucking self, like, you know, that shit hurt, though, like, I ain't gonna lie on some soft shit, like, that shit hurt, like, not having nobody to really, you know, teach you how to ride a bike, you know, the shit you see in movies or whatever, nigga, everybody grew up on Disney, whether you crazy nigga like me or you a square-ass nigga, like, everybody grew up wanting that, you know, father figure to play catch with and shit like that, and nigga, maybe, shit, I'd appreciate nigga whoop my ass if I'm doing wrong, I probably wouldn't end up here, but... You know, like I said earlier, like, a lot of us walking around this motherfucking earth is a nut, nigga. Like, that pops got a nut and left, nigga. He wasn't no man, nigga. And, like, I try to do better, but, you know, I fuck up too. But, you know, it hurt, nigga. Um, real shit, like, it just hurt. Like, you know, seeing niggas blossom and they dab right there, nigga. Everybody wanted to play football, nigga. We all did that shit. And it was just like, it hurt, you know, not having nobody. Mom tried to do, but... You know, she working a job, so she can't even get off all the time. So, I ain't gonna lie to you, little homie. That shit hurt. That shit hurt, bro. It, it hurt. That's how it felt. I, I, to explain it, that shit hurt. Okay, okay. I mean, I would imagine that really hurt. Like, uh, thankfully, you know, I had my dad in my life. They weren't around and together, but I had my dad in my life. So, you know, I can't relate in that regard, but... Um, tell about your relationship with your mom. Like you said, she had to work a lot and do a lot of things. So talk about that. Oh, well, shit. Well, moms was mad cool. We always bonded over, like, music and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mary J. Blige. She put that motherfucking My Life shit. Come on, that My Life, My Life. You know that shit? Yeah, yeah, that shit. Um, It just was real good. Like, But, like, I learned, you know, she was going through a lot of pain and shit like that. Like, you know, I, I really think that having no man fucked her up and, like, you know, like, you know, having, you know, all these issues and, and things like that. And it was like, you know, she was a drinker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really fuck with drinking like that. Cause I seen my mom down and out so many times. Like, that shit kind of fucked me up, like, seeing her drink and shit. But, like, our relationship was cool, but, like, she worked a job. And that's why I try to teach these young niggas. That's why I was always trying to get money. Cause I ain't wanna never go to nobody motherfucking job. I no white man telling me what to do, nigga. Fuck that. I got these niggas telling me what to do now, nigga. But I, I, it's just like she, she had to do what she had to do for me and my brothers and sisters. So it was like you know, I appreciated it, but you know, I wish she was around more. Cause like, and I wish I had like a father around, like I said earlier, cause it probably would have kept me out the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like the streets was calling me. You know what I'm saying? Like. When you a young nigga, like, I, I know you ain't asking me, I'm going to tell you, because, nigga, you ain't going to do shit, but anyway, like, but yeah, when you a young nigga, and, like, you ain't got shit, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, like, I don't know if she know, it's like, you know what I'm saying, I remember being, like, in sixth grade, and niggas, like, laughing at me, because I got on some, like, whack shoes, you know what I'm saying, like, nigga, mom tried to put me in the motherfucking shacks, nigga, nigga came in with the shacks, sixth grade, niggas was roasting my ass, like, nigga, you can't even get a nigga flying. You got this big, ugly-ass nigga dunking, nigga. Them shits is trash, nigga. Take them ugly-ass shoes off, nigga. What the fuck? Nigga, ever since then, nigga, I, I just been on some other grimy shit about, like, get money and all mean shit. Like, I just really got to get on my own. And, like, my little brother and sister, like, I was like, they ain't going to go through it. So I was really on my good money shit. And that's when the bullshit started happening, nigga. A little stealing, a little hustling, like... 
us doing whatever I gotta do, man. Like real shit. Like that's when that's when the bullshit started. Probably around like sixth grade. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I fuck with that. Like I understand what you're saying. Um. So yeah, like I met you kind of shortly after that. And I, I mean, you was one of them dudes, you know, smoking weed, young, and all that shit. So you know, but you was always a funny nigga. You know, you try to be like me, yeah, nigga. Some people would think you was me if they ain't know no better. But yeah, you was just always cool, and and I knew you was getting into stuff. You got expelled from our school, but you know, for fighting and shit like that. But tell us more about like just when you got into bullshit, if you can. Just talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could tell you, but I can't tell you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, like, it just come from, like, I told you that little story, like, you know, niggas cracking on me and, you know, having father issues, like, he ain't around and shit. Like, a nigga just be frustrated a lot. So, like, when you met me, I was fighting, man. Like, that's all I knew. Like, a nigga crack, like, I could crack jokes, but I also could crack off, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like, that's what, that's where the legend of left hook came, nigga. Like, I be fighting niggas, but I'm right-handed. And, I mean, I can use my left hand to look real good, though, like a knockout. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, niggas used to wear the knockouts to school. We used to steal the motherfucking uh, baseball gloves. Nigga, they start putting them shits behind the counter back in the day. Niggas in Lancaster know what it is. But, uh, yeah, man, like, I was just, like, robbing and stealing and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to feel empty and, like, old and, like, bummy, niggas. So, like, it was a necessity, like, the bullshit. Because it was like we was going without Bills was piling up, like, so I'm like, yo, nigga, I'm about to be the fucking man, I'm not gonna wait for nobody, I'm finna do my shit, for real, so I started getting on my shit, and started with robbing niggas, stealing, like, chirp phones and shit like that, selling them shits, then it got into, you know, a little hustling here and there, you know, I ain't really, like, break-ins like that, that shit was kinda risky, but, really hustling, man, selling drugs is easy when niggas is going through pain, all these niggas in this bullshit ass saying Quentin going through shit, so selling drugs is easy, man. When niggas go through shit like me, you know, I smoke a little weed or whatever, but nothing too crazy like that, you know. But that's when the bullshit started, man, just out of necessity to me. Like, I'm never trying to feel this feeling, so I'm doing the fuck shit by all means. But, like, now I'm learning, like, this shit, you know, I, I should have figured out a little bitch-ass podcast like you niggas do. You know a nigga rap. Everybody did that, but I should have. Figured out something if I would have just waited, but you know, nigga like me taking shit into his own hands. So left hook, you know, I was knocking niggas out early out of pain and necessity and just hustling and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like shit was just whatever for me, man. Like nigga, I was with whatever the bullshit. Like I was just with whatever, man. That's the legend of left hook came alive. So when you doing all of this stuff, did you really feel like it was cool or did you enjoy doing it? Were you ever scared, or did you just feel like, you know, it was just something, and you was just down for whatever? Hell yeah, I was scared. It's like, me and Mike Tyson got more in common than just, like, the left hook. Like, you know, I really looked up to him, nigga was wild as fuck, but he also could fight, bust niggas' ass, so it was like, yeah, like, he talked about, like, every time he was in the ring, he was more scared than the other nigga. so, like, nigga, when I get into it, like, the fuck shit, it's like, hey, get into it with a nigga, we squabble, nigga, catch my fade, like, I'm nervous as fuck, but it's like, nigga, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, but it's really like pain and shit like that, and I never really thought that shit was cool, it's just like, niggas making fun of me was like worse than not being cool, so it's like, I had to do that shit, but like, 
I never would advise this shit to nobody. Like, I would just, you know, like, the young niggas, like, they be so caught up in the fuck shit. It's just like, bro, it's so much different avenues that you have. And a lot of it, real shit, homie, is is hurt. Like, a lot of us do fuck shit because we hurt. And it's like, if we just could talk to somebody, we got, like, a big homie. That's why niggas get in the gang and shit because, it's like, you got a big homie. You got this. The gang show you love, so niggas be with that shit. But it's like, yo, like, I mean... If the big homies, like, shout out to Nipsey, man, rest in peace, like, it's like people like that, you know, they showed you a way, they was proud of where they was from, but they showed you, like, another way, another way out to do shit the right way, the legit way, man, like, you know what I'm saying, and, like, I just wish I had that, you know, but most of it really, real shit was pain, it was, like, pain, man, like, I'm doing that shit, like, nigga, I fight a nigga sometime, man, I bust a nigga ass, everybody cheer for me, and then I go back, man, and cry, man, because it's like, man, I'm tired of this shit, man. I just wish I had more guidance. I wish I had a counselor. I wish I had, like, somebody in my life, man. But, like, it's just a way of masking pain, really, that fighting and the fuck shit and drugs, all that. It's just masking pain, homie, to be honest. So, when you, you know, selling drugs or stealing or doing whatever, like, um, your first time, like, getting locked up and shit like that, like, how'd that make you feel and shit? Nigga, it made me feel like shit, like, nigga, nigga, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm out, you know what I'm saying, like, nigga, you know, uh, I was out probably in the white neighborhood or some shit like that, and you know, like, I see a, you know, a purse sitting right there, nigga, that shit was just like in the car or whatever, and that shit like open, and I knew I shouldn't have did that shit, like, I'm in this white neighborhood, so I just like, you know what I'm saying, like, I tried to get in the car, the car was fucking open because we in a white neighborhood. Them niggas just sitting there like everything's sweet. So I go in and I grabs the purse or whatever. And then it was like somebody outside came and they was like, hey. So he's like, oh, shit. So nigga, like the dude was like a police officer. So he fucking called somebody else and I'm running, running, running. And then before you know it, like. It's like, nigga, I got hemmed up, so it's like, you know, it was like on some, like, robbery shit. It was like a simple robbery, but it was still like a robbery because I broke into somebody's shit, so that was my first time, and it was like, it was really fucked up because, like, really look at my mom, her eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, she try a lot. She knows she ain't perfect, but she tried, and, you know, that's when she kind of knew I was into the fuck shit, and it just was like, it was dumb, man, and it's hurt because you really don't want to disappoint nobody, but you do, and and honestly, you know, I think, that, nigga, name this motherfucking podcast the hurt shit, you know what I mean? Like, what, nigga, Truth Hurts, whatever, nigga, Usher shit, nigga, hey, uh, you know that motherfucking song, nigga, but, like, nigga, my life, nigga, just a lot of hurt. So you say that you had a lot of hurt, I mean, and the name of the album is Confessions. Dumbass, but uh, you say you had a lot of hurt. So, what do you feel like? You know, if you could talk to the younger you, like, what would you say? Nigga, I said it was motherfucking Usher. Nigga, I ain't know what album. You ain't got to do all that point Dexter ass, nigga. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Ugly ass. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like this, right? Um, shit. Damn, nigga, I almost forgot the question, nigga. Uh, it just was like, I mean, to my younger self, nigga, like, 
Alright, Star Wars ass nigga, uh, we'll go back in time, but, uh, I mean, it just was like, shit, man, like, yo, like, you know, shit don't really go your way, homie, little homie, but, you know, life is life, bro, and you just gotta be happy, cause somebody really out there got it worse, like, I know a lot of niggas, they ain't had no mom, they grew up in the foster system, like, or they moms, like, really fucked up. Like, they go hungry and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, really fucked up. Like, we ain't have a lot. And I wanted to do my own, trying to be a man on my own. So, I did a lot of shit. But, like, somebody got it worse, man. So, like, little homie just grind and be happy for every day. Because somebody got it worse. Like, nigga, like, in other countries, ain't no motherfucking welfare. Ain't no motherfucking Section 8, nigga. Obviously, in here, you got time to think and read about a lot of shit if you ain't no dumbass, nigga. Shout out to Hooked on Finance because I got myself right. But it was like, it's just like, bro, they don't even get food stamps. Like, they really got to hustle. Like, nigga, I went to Tijuana one time. Nigga was selling chiclets. Like, nigga, don't even eat those chiclets, nigga. But, like, that's the only way they going to eat. So, it's like, nigga, like, somebody got it worse, little homie. But, like, just grind and you going to make something of yourself. Just don't, don't, don't be, like, take your hurt and, like, do something else, man. Like. Focus on the sports, focus on, like, something outside the box that nobody else doing, focus on something else, and don't focus on what everybody else doing and what everybody else got, and, nigga, maybe you could be a comedian because you're going to have some good-ass jokes because niggas going to rag on you or whatever, but, like, you ain't got to follow, you know, little homie with all the bullshit and all the fuck shit, like, you ain't got to do all that and, and, like, find a way, an outlet to get your pain out, like, find something, like, Believe in yourself, because ain't nobody in this motherfucking world gonna believe in you like you believe in yourself, so, just really, man, dig deep, little homie, shit gonna be rough, but you can get through it, just dig deep, man. I mean, you right, I mean, I'm reading a book uh, about a humble poet called Unlearn, and it's really just uh, 101 Simple Truths to Help You Live a Better Life. But, I mean, it really just talks about believing in yourself because nobody in this world is going to believe in you like you. So you have to reassure yourself like, hey, you look good. Hey, you're going to be all right. And even when you're going through hard times, just really believing in yourself. And I really do believe that, I mean, no matter what age, maturity, some people are 70, still ain't mature. Some people is five and they like a grown man already. So, I mean, I feel what you're saying. Like, you, you have to dig deep because in life, nobody owes you shit. Your mother, father, brother, sister, anybody can turn their back on you. A lot of people get mad at God sometimes and they question things, but, like, dig deep. And I mean, I know we running out of time, man, so, like, we're going to try to wrap it up. You know, I, I just want to know, like, a message to the youth, like a real in-detail message to the youth that, that you would give for real. Okay, yeah, let me get on my Malcolm X shit right quick, right? I mean, you know, like, for me, I got in here because I kept, you know what I'm saying, like, obviously, like, you know, I'm testing moms, like, I got in trouble, I hurt her, but, like, I was young, I was dumb, so I just kept doing dumb shit to keep going back to jail, and, I mean, like Biggie said, she was forced to kick me out, no doubt. So she did, and it was like, you know, it was, I was taking her kindness for weakness for a long time, like, and you know, like, I'm being a fucked up example for my brothers and sisters, thinking I'm doing something right, but I was really doing something wrong, 
And she was trying to tell me, like, I know we ain't got a lot, but we got love. And, like, you know, but I'm like, but you got pain. So we go back and forth. I'm feeling like the man of the house. You know, I'm feeling myself. So she had to, you know what I'm saying? She had to let me go. And, I, you know, and, and it's really fucked up, you know, because, you know, I really just took a kindness, man, for weakness, like I said. And it just was like, it hurt her. Like, she got tears in her eyes. She ain't want to tell me. She ain't want to kick me out, but she had to. Because, you know, I would never learn. But, like, now this time, like, that I really got in here, man, I just was on some, like, hustling shit. Like, moving around, just being stupid, riding around with shit in my car. And that's what got me in here, man. Like, and I got a little bit, but, like, I, you know, your whack-ass podcast, this is, uh, this is record. This is recorded. Whatever it's called, this is recorded. I mean, nah, but it's cool, homie. It's really good. Keep it up. But, like, you know, I listen to that. I listen to Earn Your Leisure. Uh, shout out to Wall Street Trapper. Like, I want to get into some stocks. I've got some things I really want to get into. I feel like I'm a funny nigga. I'm a fly nigga. So, I just feel like it's some things I want to get into. And it's like for the youth, man, it's so much information. This computer, man, all this stuff that's accessible to you, man. So many entrepreneurs out there. Nigga, I know you live in Atlanta, my nigga. Like, Black Hollywood, black people flourishing. Like, I can't wait to get out there. Hopefully, they let me get out that you know, that way. I'm going to tell them I need to, you know, do some work or whatever. But, like, it's just like, bro, like, it's so much to you. A lot of y'all young niggas ain't built for this shit, right? Y'all niggas ain't built for niggas telling you what to do, when to do. Y'all niggas didn't want to listen to nobody on the outside, but in the inside, niggas tell you what the fuck to do every time. Niggas spread your ass cheeks, nigga. Huh? You th- that's cool. Another man tell you spread your ass cheek. A woman want to just degrade you. You eating bullshit ass food. You doing dumb shit like niggas is in here getting beat up. Niggas is in here getting fucked up. Niggas is in here scared. Turn to the people they not. They joining games because they pussy. They, 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 they need help because they can't handle shit on their own with their own two hands. So they try to join up and they try to do this and they try to do that. But then in the end... Niggas leave and niggas abandon them or whatever. And really, your family is what you got, man, and yourself and your mind. And, like, really, a lot of niggas ain't got a mind of their own. So, like, what I tell the young niggas, man, like, bro, have a mind of your own, bro. Like, that's really it. Like, you got to be you, the best you. Whatever your name is, you got to dig that shit. Like, yo, I'm such and such, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Like, I'm me. I believe in me, and I'm great. Can't none of you niggas tell me shit. I'm the flyest nigga walking, nigga, breathing, nigga, talking, nigga. Every time I bless this motherfucker, y'all lucky to have me in this bitch. That's how y'all got to feel, you know what I'm saying? That confidence about yourself that, like, today's going to be a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wake up. I'm grateful. Like, I'm about to get out, man. I got me. And this time, I just feel a, I feel a change in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not fighting myself no more, that's why I was fighting niggas, and I was getting that mean left hook, because I was fighting myself, I'm not fighting myself no more, so niggas with that negative energy, and that rah-rah shit, it don't even bother me no more, you don't put your motherfucking hands on me nigga, you don't talk too crazy, cause you know, niggas still with the shits, but you don't talk too crazy my nigga, like, I ain't even worried about it, cause my nigga, my brother, like I'm trying to stop saying nigga, my brother, you hurt, and you need to deal with that hurt, you need to, like, let that go, you need to talk to whoever you need to talk to, but at the end of the day, repeat, 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 you have to love you, homie, 
And I love myself. I told myself, like, hey, you did some fucked up things. You got to sit down. And that's the beauty of life. Sometimes you got to go through hard shit to appreciate greatness. So I just went through the fuck shit. And I'm going to get on my feet. And I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to make my mama proud. Make my brother and sister proud. I'm going to just do my thing, man. And I'm going to really set the right example. Because this shit ain't cool. If niggas tell you it's cool, you hear that scared straight shit. But until you in here and you feel it and you face that disappointment. And, and you face like being told what to do. And you face just being stuck with yourself. You really realize, bro. You really got to just... Love yourself, man, and and I love me, bro. Every day gonna be a good day. Life ain't really what happens to you, it's how you react to it. So, that's just it, bro. Love yourself, man. I love myself. Was that Kendrick song, nigga? Yeah, I love myself, nigga. Love yourself, homie. Alright, so before we get out of here, I know you want to rap. Nobody really wants to hear this shit, but, I mean, I'm proud of you, and... I want to support you in any way. So take it away, Hook. Damn, nigga, you could act a little bit excited. Shit, nigga. I ain't kicking them can't nobody love me whack-ass raps. You kicked on the motherfucking podcast, nigga. Shit, but shit, let me get into it. Hold up. Let me think, let me think. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, we gonna do it like this. Niggas ask me like, yo, Hook, why you happy? Because I made myself a boss without a pappy. Grew up in the trenches with my hair all nappy, but now I got my shit laid, nigga, man, life's great. I used to dry myself in tears, man, late at night, cause my mama hurting, dog. that's an awful sight. Well, look, man, I grew up, blew up, asked Chris Chunk to do something. Niggas talk shit, Billy Jean, cause they get in touch. Used to hate myself, but in my mind came a gold rush. Nigga, fix your crown, look in the mirror, you a king tut. Speak to the youth, tell them, homie, yo, slow up. Legit money slow, but you Milwaukee still getting bucks. Yeah, nigga! You know you like that shit, um, brother. Sorry, brother. But, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, the youth, I got to get out of here. I got to get off this line. You know what I'm saying? But, like, hey, y'all do y'all thing, man. Stay positive. And do you, man. Don't do nobody else. Only you could do you, homie. From the big left hook, said it. Peace.